When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Freehouse. Get that pickup and delivery Tuesday through Sunday. Get the menu and more at the freehousempls.com. Thanks, Freehouse. Hey, Lex and Dawn, after the show today, let's get some Freehouse takeout. My treat. Ooh, can we go? Because I'm starving. Jace, I'm thinking about, what is that sandwich that you always talk about and love? Oh, the Roto Bird Baguette. I'm not kidding. I love that sandwich more than anything. It is comfort food at its best. It is Roto Chicken. I love that. Basil mayo, Swiss cheese, arugula on a baguette, and you get some fries. Now, I would get the truffle fries, but as you say, Lex, you do you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get that. Yum. Jason, I need some comfort food, too. What do you have for me? Okay, let's see here, Dawn. I would do for you, perhaps, the Nashville Fried Chicken Sandwich. Yeehaw! Um, thank you for that. I love that, Dawn. Little mini pearl up on horror. <laughs> uh, maybe a Parmesan-crusted grilled cheese. Are we getting warm, Dawn? Oh, yeah. I love it. Okay, and Lex, I'm going to get you one more thing, because I yeah, really... Yeah, another entree. Another... <laughs> you need another entree? I'm hungry. How about I hook you up with some steak and pierogies? Yum. Let's do it. (laughs) You are so hungry. You are so hungry. You just gave me yum. Yeah, the beautiful morsels at the Freehouse. And don't forget, guys, the Freehouse makes it so easy. They are open for curbside pickup and delivery Tuesday through Sunday. Go to FreehouseMPLS.com for the menu and more information. Give me the update. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. Dirt. We want the dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Did you want to tell me something? Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg teamed up again for a Christmas cookie Zoom class for a corporate event. 400,000 people watched Martha and Snoop decorate Christmas cookies in a variety of shapes and sizes, including weed. And dog-shaped cookies. So she made little pot plants, little pot leaf cookies. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty cute. Now, how much would you? How much would you pay Don to see uh, Martha hitting like a two-foot bong? (laughs) Oh gosh! (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny? Oh yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) She claims that she's never smoked pot in her life. Oh really? Yeah, that she just likes to support him and thinks he's funny. Oh. Um. So. She also has a line of CBD products because she's smart. Right. And um, so she's kind of self-serving here. She's attached herself to marijuana but's never smoked it. I think that well, she would tell us if she did, you know? Yeah, she probably would. But, yeah. boy, she is one brilliant businesswoman. She My goodness. really is. Yes, I'd love to go to her house for Christmas. That would just be just awesome. 
Um, okay, here's some celebrity fist fights. Uh, last day of celebrity <laughs> fist fights for Kenny and the Dirt Alert here. Very um, last time. Real yeah, celebrity okay. f- uh, fist fights. We have Lucy Liu versus Bill Murray. Oh. Yeah, so uh, oh. Bill Murray interrupted Charlie's Angels filming to criticize Lucy Liu's performance, complaining, what the hell are you doing here? You can't act. Well, she just what? lost it. She what? threw some wild punches before cast and crew got between them. And the fight may have something to do with Bernie Mac taking over as Bosley in the sequel. But, yeah, he just well, insulted her. I've never seen it. Uh, is Bill Murray in it? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that was Ballsy. Good. Yeah. She Did she get in it. any good licks? Did I, she at least smack him once they, or twice? They don't say, but she was throwing punches. And maybe he, I don't know if he dodged him or if there was any contact, but she did not like this at all. No. Um, okay, the next one I love. This is just a misunderstanding. It's a George Clooney versus David O. Russell. There's a movie, um, Three Kings. Uh, yeah, that David right. O. Russell directed that uh, George Clooney was in. So um, yeah. the, the one of the producers says, oh, we were shooting the end scene. It's chaos madness. And George saw David talking to the extra, extras assistant director, and he's yelling at him. But he's yelling to be heard. George comes running over and goes, I told you, MF, if you're going to pick on somebody, pick on me. And David oh. says, why didn't you just remember your lines for once? And then George Clooney decked him. <laughs> so. And it all came out of a misunderstanding. Oh, yeah. that's wonderful. All right. Wonderful. Finally, um, this one might escape some people if you haven't seen Easy Rider, but Rip Torn versus Dennis Hopper. They're probably all on peyote or something at the time, but the scene, um, it was a pre-production dinner in 1967. Dennis Hopper told Jay Leno, um, when he was interviewed, that Rip Torn pulled a knife over some script changes. And then oh. uh, he uh, actually, he ripped Torn in a defamation suit, said that Dennis Hopper pulled the knife. Peter Fonda had a third version where one man fought with a butter knife and the other with a fork. So they were just over script changes. Just, oh boy, that's. That was, I'd how take that Rip movie Torn. Even got in made. It. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think so. I'd take him in any fight, yeah. Even if it was a butter knife fight. <laughs> yep, that's the latest dirt. You can find more by downloading our app or going to mytalk1071.com. Greatest update ever. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Keep me updated. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. All I want is just Dolly Parton. I don't need Jimmy Fallon uh, added to Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton (laughs) doesn't need anybody else to be with Dolly Parton. She just needs Dolly Parton. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on MyTalk 1071 and streaming on our MyTalk app. I'm Jason Matheson, along with Don McClain and Kenny. Alexis is off today. Before we begin, uh, let's do our fr- uh, pre-flight checks. Flight attendant Rita's here. Welcome aboard. Thank you, Rita. Anything you would like to tell our passengers today? Ensure your mobile phones and electronic devices are turned 
off. All exits are clearly marked with an exit sign. <laughs> Smoking is not allowed, and federal law prohibits tampering with, disabling, or destroying a restroom smoke detector. Did you hear that, Kenny? Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't mess with those smoke detectors, Kenny. So let me just finish this one, and then I'll go be, ahead. I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. Um, I got a tweet in that commercial break from one of our dedicated listeners. She's with us: rain, sleet, snow, hail, frogs, locusts. Leslie writes to us. We're talking about all my children. They're going to reboot it. Uh, Mark Consuelos and Kelly. Mm-hmm. She goes, Jason. As an all my children fan, I'm. I'm offended. I played the wrong. I didn't play the legendary open, oh, the original theme song. And boy. she's absolutely right. <laughs> Here's a little bit of that. And the minute I play this, then you two, I should have played this. You two would have known this quicker. Open. That's You're absolutely true. right, Leslie. I apologize. As as a guy that appreciates, loves, and adores theme songs, how dare I? I was uh, totally wrong on that one. Absolutely wrong. Someone else called about um, something on December 29th for people on Channel 2 here, which I don't okay. know what network that is. I apologize. PBS. Okay, PBS. Okay, they're yeah. doing, um, on December 29th, it is um, a thing about Laura Ingalls Wilder. Oh, uh, and it involves um, her writing the books, and it's just a a look at her and her life, and you know her also with her daughter writing the books. Oh, so okay, yeah, well, that's, that's good. Yeah, because if you just thing. tuned in, if you just joined us, good morning. Um, we talked about two reboots, well, several reboots actually. Little House is getting a reboot; doesn't have a network home yet. We'll let you know, and then uh, all my chill uh, kids. Is being rebooted, but in prime time on ABC, its original network, uh, executive produced by Kelly Lee Ripa and uh, Mark Lee Consuelos. Um, they're they're doing it, and they obviously were in the original show. If you don't know, um, I got a I got a text from my executive producer that I'm just going to read because it's funny and we all need to laugh. I, this isn't a political thing, but I will. I have no problem saying I'm very proud as a gay guy. The fact that Pete Buttigieg has been nominated for Secretary of Transportation, and this this tweet's been floating out there, and it's hysterical. Um, this gentleman is uh, is part of my headquarters, and he writes, "What's Pete's plan to get straight people to move faster on sidewalks?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there you go. I I have seen that reshared by so many of my people, and I every time I see it, I die laughing because it's subtle but so right. Thank you. Because look, it's a stereotype, but gays move seven percent faster on sidewalks than you straight people. It, right. it is the truth. At least, it's at, at least. least. So Pete. <laughs> Mr. Buttigieg, I know you have a lot of pressing issues when you get to the Department of Transportation, but I would really like to know where you stand on this. I mean, how can we get straight people to walk faster on sidewalks? Thank you. And then what are you going to do about slow people in the left lane? That continues to be an epidemic. So thank you.
Thank you. I just thought that was very funny for Friday. Oh, anyway. Seven uh, coming up. I, there was a guy. Oh, let me just Kenny. Here th- we go. Thank goodness you're here because you're the traffic guy. And uh, I don't know what happens, Kenny, to people near the Dunwoody split. Uh, oh, 94 yeah. and 3. Pete, that is the one of the most horrible exchanges in yes. the Twin Cities. Yeah. Awful. And I get it. We're going where 394 goes down to basically one lane to get onto 94, and it's horrible, and it needs to be reconfigured. It is so right. dangerous. People literally come to a complete stop on 394 in order to get into the 94 lane. And I'm not surprised there aren't more accidents in that exchange. Oh, there's when, when there's heavy traffic uh, back in you know before COVID, there was a crash or two a day there. Um, and what happens is you have the people that line up in the right lane, then you yes. have the people that try to jump and do the zipper merge right at the gore point, and those two crowds never see eye to eye. So there's a lot of blocking going on and a lot of cheating and a lot of trying to sneak in. And and then, you know, if you're in the left lane trying to sneak in, you're being blocked, you end up stopping. So now yep. you're stopping the flow that goes to, uh, it would be going to westbound 94. And yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a bad spot there. Now, yeah. I have another traffic question for you. Don and Steve <laughs> were asking about this yesterday. We didn't know the answer. There's something on 35 where it's spray-painted and it says, no wake. What does that mean? No wake? Yeah, it's like uh, it's like a... Is it tagging? It's graffiti? No, it's not graffiti. It's like oh. a purposeful sign where? that says, no wake. We'll have to call Donna and see. <laughs> Let's call Donna. We'll call her. Let's She's call her in the next the segment. Of her, yeah. It's fine. She loves us. Oh, yeah. We don't have her on enough. Well, let's let's just let's take a break. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's take a break because I have another question. Not for Kenny. <laughs> it's just general. Let's, just, okay. let's, let's, let's take phone calls for Kenny for the rest of the show. We do have a passing note that is a couple minutes long. Oh, perfect. So we'll wrap this up. We'll put gift wrap on this conversation. We'll call the beautiful and talented Donna Valentine. And, uh, and then we'll do passing notes. It's quality broadcast next. <laughs> Welcome to Kenny and the Credenza. Move over, Elf, on the shelf. You have company. Jason and yeah. Alexis in the morning. It's the Ask Kenny portion of our show. <laughs> I apologize to, to Don for bitching for the last four minutes off the air. It's okay. It's fine. I love it. I, I liked what you said to your dog, especially. Uh, or the dog that you're with her. What's, what's Are there happening, any, Kenny? Is there something known as a doggy bidet? This thing lays down and falls asleep and starts cutting the cheese. And let me tell you, it's it's oh. like driving by a hog farm. It's, no. It is Kenny, icky. No. He goes, what is wrong with you? Do you know you're farting in your sleep? That's what he says to the dog. Uh, Kenny, you don't know. I don't mean to compare, and I'm not trying to one-up you, but Dawn can back me up. You haven't smelled anything, and I don't want to be gross. I don't like humor like this, but you haven't uh, experienced anything until you experience the gas of a French bulldog. I, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of... What's wrong with these creatures? There's no. no place for it to go. Just such a short <laughs> sausage body that it kind of just 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Lives in there until it wants to come out. And it even surprises Biggie. He turns around. It's, well, he can't really turn his neck. No, but he, he doesn't will have a neck. kind of look to the side. Like, was that me? <laughs> what? Kenny, it's horrible. Can we give him some Tums or some sort of oh. antacid or something? No. And it Man. is. It, it's it's vile, isn't it, Don? I mean, it is just there's uh, oh, and even Dexter looks at him like, "Bitch, yeah. please." Can One you, time, can you come? yeah, Biggie was sitting on my lap, and Dexter was next to me, you know, just <laughs> laying down on the couch, and had sort of his nose near Biggie's butt, and Biggie, it was an audible <laughs> fart, and Dexter woke up and just I. I was crying laughing and then they all they both got very excited because I was you know laughing Laughing. so hard but yeah the look on Dexter's face to be woken up out of sleep yes oh my judgment pure judgment yeah so I should have known the answer Jason because I've got a scientist friend who her actual job is to monitor in the winter how much snow and debris is being kicked off the road by snow plows and into our our rivers and waters and lakes that's her deal and so she has to work with the state and county and locals to monitor this and the no wake sign is basically for snow plow drivers and it means okay fellas ladies gentlemen slow down take it easy don't throw the the snow that's coming off your plow over the guardrail and down into, like, say, the river or a lake or a pond or even worse, uh, a road. And I say worse because if you're driving on that <laughs> yes, road yes. under that bridge and all of a sudden you're nailed by all that snow, it's ugly. And then we've all seen after anywhere from a few days to a few weeks after a major snow flow, min, uh, pl- uh, excuse me, snow fall, uh, MnDOT will come along with uh, front-end loaders and dump trucks, and they'll remove all that snow from the shoulder in those no-wake zones. And I should have known. I know Kirsten, if she's listening, was just yelling at me, Dummy! You know the answer, dummy! (laughs) (laughs) So I apologize to Kirsten for that. We'll we'll let Don and Steve know what it means, too. They thought it was something that they should know as drivers. (laughs) No. No. What What do I do? Do I merge? What? No. You need to uh, put both hands on the wheel, stop looking at your phone, Mm -hmm. and uh, sober up a tad bit. Just 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 a a little little bit. bit. Just a tad (laughs) bit. Just a little bit. Because we got the question, if you just joined us, uh, what's a... those no wake signs on the roads spray painted. So I thought it was graffiti because again, um, 
tagging is out of control. I I want to go to the mayor's office and with a bucket of paint. I want to offer to to be on graffiti patrol. I want to. I it drives me crazy. But anyway, that's yeah. a whole other Sally show. Um, I there's actually tagging going on across my house from my balcony. Um, they knocked down a building. And there's a lot of tagging that goes on. And every morning when I wake up at 4 o'clock, I I have a dream of catching the taggers. (laughs) I don't know what I would (laughs) scream from my balcony, but I have this dream that I'm going to be like, I see you! But I don't know. It's just because I feel bad for small businesses, and when when they're tagging the buildings of small... I'm thinking that's money that... Anyway, I I could go on for a half hour, but I don't want to bring the party down. This drives me nuts. Um, Okay, we have a uh, passing note. Right, Don. Yes, we do. Um, this is uh, the bottom of the barrel, as as Rocco keeps telling us for months. Um, I believe he got another one out of Julia because oh, no. um, this is one from Mimsy. Here we go. Are you passing a note? She passes me notes in class all the time. Do you want to pass me a note and have me circle yes or no? This is passing notes on Jason and Alexis. Old high school notes that producer Don found, read aloud by the MyTalk players. It was sweet. We held hands and passed notes. And you are to read that letter in front of my class. Read it out loud. Don, I hate paper like this. It's just too thick. Oh, well. How was your movie? Did you get to talk to Rob? Boner! You better see him this weekend. See Rob or the other thing? My luck, T would invite bitch to her grandma's cabin, and she would be with Rob all weekend, bitch. Party at T's grandma's, I guess. B-Y-O-B word. Well, I'm going to still have a blast, even if we can't see boner and getting lit. Fitting ya? Fitting ya? Uh, it's effing ya. It's not Gaelic or whatever you're saying. Effing ya? Scott wanted to know if he should bring someone, but I told him no. I want Robert. He's like, quote, okay, I'll bring Robert then. But little does he know, Rob's already going to be there. Joke's on you, Scott. Okay, this note's extremely stupid. I know this letter's getting extremely stupid, but I'm writing you. That's a change. Turn the page. There's a separate phrase in big letters at the top. Okay, babe, I'll take the out halfway. That's either the punchline of a joke or the reason why Don missed most of her senior year. Skip's in a pissy mood. Wow, I'm excited. Funny, Don says the same thing about Kenny all the time. Well, I'm going. You love Scott Matthews. I love you-know-who. Memorial weekend. Best friend's forever. Your boyfriend's name is Scott. Let's get buck naked in F. Oh, my love God. Love Mimsy. Mims. Wow. that was really... See, this is why we always wanted Julia to be Mimsy. Yes. <laughs> I don't consider that a throwaway. That's a quality note right there. Oh, now, yeah. granted, it's made better by Rocco's uh, genius, but uh, production genius. But that's quality right there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mimsy. You had great <laughs> friends. You had really great friends. Yeah, it was a... It was a... Four years goes by really quick as an adult, but in high school, it seems like an eternity, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah no I kidding. mean, like, four years I moved here... Uh, four years ago to join my talk from Missouri. I feel like that was just yesterday. Uh-huh. Yeah. I could have graduated high school by now. I feel like I'm still in as a sophomore, but you know. Yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> what you should do since it is year four, maybe get yourself knocked up. Miss half. Oh a year. my God, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ho, ho, ho. It's our Christmas special. Seven, uh, 726. Uh, coming up next, I watched. Now, Dawn mentioned it yesterday, and I actually watched it. Uh, Dawn ate chicken fingers for our show. I watched a documentary for our show. I rented the last blockbuster. Oh. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, and more when we return. Stay with Finally kiss goodnight. We're so glad you're here. Hello. Gather around the fire with your children, your loved ones, and join us, won't you? Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm I talking about 7 1. I'm Jace. Lex is off. Dawn's here. Kenny's here. It is a Friday, December 18th. Coming up, I didn't even put this on the sheet. I have a surprise. Uh, I have a very special edition because, you know, this is the time of year for specials. Dolly Parton had a special. Michael Buble has a special. We have a special holiday edition of Would You Rather. That's right. Oh, I have crafted a Christmas edition of Would You Rather. Okay. We'll play that. Uh, But right now, though, Dawn mentioned this yesterday. I don't remember when. doesn't really matter. But uh, there's a new documentary out. You can rent it on Apple. You can rent it on Amazon. It's called The Last Blockbuster. And it features Kevin Smith, uh, several stars. But it's really about the last blockbuster in Bend, Oregon. And uh, here's a little bit of the trailer. uh, And we'll discuss on the other side. Uh, Take a listen. In a world where video stores have all but disappeared. I mean, look at the James Bond section. Every James Bond movie. Every Avatar movie, because, you know, there's just the one so far. (laughs) I hate late fees, but I understand that you had to do it. Otherwise, people just keep those videos. I know I did. I know I did. Meet Sandy, the Blockbuster mom. So um, when I started in 2004, um, Blockbuster Video had roughly 9,000 stores and over 60,000 employees. Um, And now... I know that Blockbuster had a chance to buy Netflix, but they didn't. Now that, to me, is crazy. It is truly the last standing bastion of a bygone era. Hey, that's cool, you know? That the last blockbuster in existence is right here in my hometown. If there's some cats in Oregon still scratching it out, you know, with Be Kind Rewind, nothing wrong with that. That's beautiful. That's <laughs> Kevin Smith <laughs> from Jane Silent Bob. Uh, so many takeaways. I won't reveal them all. I want you to watch it if you will, but if you don't, uh, I you, I heard both of you perk up there, uh, and I'm sure the listening audience did too with the revelation, if you don't know it, that Blockbuster had a chance to buy Netflix. And it's interesting, one of the, one of the more interesting elements, info, uh, pieces of information that you glean from this is midway through the documentary, which was too long, it could have been a nice hour, but anyway, um, is the fact that people have this perception that Netflix was the reason that Blockbuster folded. That is actually not true. Blockbuster folded, and I don't want to get too inside baseball and inside business baseball, but Netflix really folded, or I'm sorry, Blockbuster folded because of the economic crisis of 08, 09, and 10. Mm. What happened was Netflix and Blockbuster in those years, 09, 10, were actually kind of neck and neck. 
Blockbuster was starting to do and had a robust online presence. They were also doing mail uh, mail order DVDs. Okay, because that's how Netflix started out. Yes, right. and yep. uh, they were neck and neck. And Blockbuster had something that Netflix really didn't have, and that was brand recognition, brand, uh, brand devotion. Uh, they had an infrastructure. So they were, uh, it could have been either one of them. Wahahapen was... Blockbuster was saddled with billions of dollars of debt from its owner, Viacom, or its old owner, Viacom, because, you know, uh, Viacom CBS, or it was just Viacom at the time, Sumner Redstone gobbled up uh, uh, Blockbuster years before. Okay. And again, this is where it gets too businessy, but um, they loaded the company with debt in order to help other divisions of Viacom. Oh. Well, that came that came back to bite them in the ass because they didn't have the capital to go after members, to go mm. after subscribers. Netflix was cash rich mm. and could go after subscribers. Blockbuster didn't have the mechanism, nor did they have the cash to make a huge investment in subscriber recruitment. So that is what ended Blockbuster. Um, if things, if they weren't saddled with debt, we would be looking at a whole different media landscape right now. Um, maybe, maybe not. I, I'm sure Reed Hastings, who started Netflix, still would have gotten House of Cards and Netflix would still be a player. But Blockbuster would be on the scene had it not been saddled with the debt from the Viacom days. Oh, which, yeah. Okay. Now, the more personal aspect of this, we're talking the last Blockbuster documentary that just got released. Uh, you can rent it on various sites. Um, you heard her introduced in that trailer, Sandy. Sandy is the general manager of the final Blockbuster in Bend, Oregon. She is the heart of this documentary, and Aww. she is a delight. She, as you heard her say in the trailer, this woman has worked for Blockbuster since '04. Um, her, all of her family has worked there. Most of Bend, Oregon has worked at this blockbuster. <laughs> sure. And what you find is this place has become a tourist destination. People uh, in while they're filming this documentary and they filmed it over many years. Uh, people are coming from Spain. People are coming from Korea uh, and they're taking really? pictures. Oh, yeah, Kenny. People are coming from all over the country that have worked at Blockbusters to take pictures and Instagram. And they, they're having film festivals at this Blockbuster because it, it is the last it's the last one. And you really start to realize for folks our age and older, but really we're the sweet spot. This piece of culture means a lot to folks. Yes, it does. It really it takes them back yeah. to those Friday nights with their families and and it's funny, and you see them bringing in their kids to this blockbuster, and the kids nowadays are like, "What the hell is this? And why does this mean?" <laughs> really, no. The teenagers' faces are hysterical. Oh, great! But but you 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 really you're reminded of what the what this meant to all of us. I mean, and what a piece of our young lives this was. And this is kind of the last temple. <laughs> it's the last, and people walk in. It, they walk in with this look of wonderment and and it's like they're walking into Disney World yeah, when, when cool. they walk 
with the smell and the you know the new release wall and 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 you learn what it takes for Sandy this woman to keep this blockbuster going because and I'm not going to give this away blockbuster the brand is now owned by dish and they have to keep oh. getting they have to keep getting renewal contracts from dish in order to use the name and every year it's kind of a cliffhanger and then the documentary ends on the biggest cliffhanger of all um they're getting ready to sign yet another agreement and they haven't heard from the dish people um and if they don't get the renewal they lose the brand and then thus the the video store would close so it kind of the documentary ends on whether Sandy gets that phone call, which just, you know, Colin and I are sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, uh, it costs nothing for Dish to continue this. And mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's great. It's it's great publicity for them. And I don't know why they won't do it, wouldn't do it um, uh, in, the, or, you know, in the future, why they wouldn't just keep letting her or the she doesn't own it. The franchisee, there's a guy that owns it. What is it costing them? It's 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 corporate goodwill, as Kevin Smith puts it in the documentary. Just let them have the brand. It's it's, it's yeah. You're not going to yeah. do anything with it. You're it's not just so doing greedy anything with and it. Just, yes. But anyway, you'll see how it ends, and it's fascinating. Look, is it the best constructed documentary? No. There's a lot of. <laughs> Colin was there's a lot of superfluous stuff in there that doesn't need to be in there. And it's it's I don't know, it's a little haphazard. But Sandy takes you through. You want to find out what happens to Sandy, the blockbuster mom. And it is it's a big help and heap and helping of nostalgia. I would recommend it. It's worth the four dollars you're going to pay to rent it. And it it is odd that you're <laughs> you're renting it via streaming, and it's a, about no oh, the great a irony store. there, huh? Yeah, the great irony is not lost on me, but uh, but yeah. Oh, and then one more little anecdote that again you find out um, one of the biggest blunders they made was um, when they got rid of late fees. That cost the corporation billions of dollars. Oh, it did. Yes, oh. and was one of the first nails in the coffin. Mm. Um, one of the one of their that makes sense. One of their many CEOs came up with this idea because they were starting to lose market share. So they're like, "Let's get rid of late fees." Well, oh, late fees accounted, and what what happened was it was like someone made the parallel. It would be like if Enterprise Rent a Car said, "Kenny, you can rent this uh, Ford Focus and eh, bring it back whenever you want." Yeah, right. Oh. You know what I mean? Right. Oh. I'm and on board t- with that. Because <laughs> it takes that car out of inventory. Well, what you're doing is if you're not charging late fees, you're basically telling families, uh, keep Ghostbusters 2 until you want. You right. Know? So you're you're missing out on revenue streams. So mm-hmm. anyway, it's interesting for the business aspect. It's interesting for the personal aspect. And it's interesting for the pop culture aspect of it. Um, I, I'd give it like a C plus. Okay. Um, yeah. The last blockbuster. Uh, rent it wherever you rent your... <laughs> wherever you write your movies. <laughs> um, check out the Listener Rewards Prize Closet, everybody. Uh, Club Foods, Amazon, Starbucks gift cards, Blockbuster gift cards, and more. <laughs> Sign up at mytalkworld71.com. When we come back, a Christmas edition of Would You Rather. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. Nobody has the movie I want. Hey, if it's on video, Blockbuster probably has it. I mean, we have over 10,000 videos. Wow. 
I'll watch these fast and have them back tomorrow, I promise. Relax, at Blockbuster you can keep your videos for three evenings, so take home plenty. And, and use our 24-hour quick drop. Do you have any children's videos? Sure, Blockbuster's America's family <laughs> no. video store. You know, we have more kids' videos than any place else. And more movies, more nights, more fun. Blockbuster Video! This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Yeah, it's hard to imagine at one point a new blockbuster opened every at its height every 17 hours. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. At its height, a new blockbuster store opened every 17 hours. And then now we're down to one in Bend, Oregon. And it Boy, wasn't that long ago, yeah. Serious flashbacks. I used to live in uh, Kenwood when I was single, uh, 22nd Gerard, and I'd walk over to Liquor Lyles in the afternoon, get my stumble on, stumble down Hennepin, <laughs> down to Blockbuster, continue stumbling down to a grocery store, and then stumble home. <laughs> And it was just the most wonderful circular stumble route you could ever possibly have. Get some videos. Yeah, yeah. And I never bought any actual food to cook. I just bought no. food out of the deli, turkey sandwiches, you know, and chips yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, back in the day. Wow, yeah. what a difference. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Like that's yeah, my goodness. It is uh, 749. It's time to make a choice. Jason and Alexis present Would You Rather Holiday Edition <laughs> We didn't have the budget to get a whole new open oh, right. so I have to improvise Yeah, Rocco's unfortunately poor guy has to deal with the 3 to 6 show every day now Okay, this is Would You Rather Christmas Edition for Dawn and Kenny and all of you at home. Please play with us. Underneath, you will find the delightful tunage of the actual Kmart Christmas soundtrack uh, from the 70s and 80s. Okay, here we go. Um, Would you rather get food poisoning so you can't eat on Christmas Day? Or accidentally give everyone else food poisoning on Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, as a baker and someone who cooks now, I don't want to give other people uh, food poisoning. I'll, I'll get it myself. No big deal. Wow, that is v- very unselfish of you because uh, I am giving food yeah. poisoning. That oh, is oh, my oh. gift to you. That's right. <laughs> oh, boy. Have fun on the turlet. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather get exactly what you want but have to wait until the new year to use it Mm. or get lots of okay to bad presents that you can use immediately? (laughs) (laughs) So normal. Uh, Yeah. I would would wait. Yeah. I'd like the the wait. I'd wait for the good one. Yeah. And by the way, those are the presents I usually get for myself. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, I'm going to wait. I have no patience, but if I know something nice is coming, oh yeah, I don't want yeah, I don't want socks. No. Would you rather be responsible for burning and ruining the entire Christmas meal 
Uh. Or accidentally break a stunning gift of a relative. Oh, oh no. Burn. I yeah. would wreck. Yeah, burn stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to break. Like, what if someone got like a vase or something? You know, it's like, yeah. oh my God, I love this. And then you went to stand up to get a Pepsi <laughs> and you knocked it over. Oh, oh no. no, no. I don't no, like no. that at all. Yeah, because no. we could always turn the, the, the food thing into fun. You know, let's yes. make a uh, run and get some chicken fingers uh, at the gas pizza. station. Yeah, at, right. You know, turn it into fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, by the way, at the top of eight, we're going to listen to Dawn eating some chicken fingers in her car again. Uh, <laughs> we, we just have to. Uh, okay. I love, I absolutely love this next one. And I think uh, you will love it, too. Here we go. Would you rather... Go caroling on your own and have to stop by all of your ex's houses? Ew! That would take way too long. (laughs) (laughs) You have to travel internationally? (laughs) Oh, man. Or have to spontaneously bust out jingle bells in full whenever whenever someone says the word Santa. <laughs> Is it just for a day or <laughs> it's just for a day? Oh, I'll you know, do that. Yeah, that sounds like something I'd do anyway. Cuz yeah, yeah I, I do that with the Oscar Mayer Wiener song around my nephews. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine to me. I, yeah. I don't want to go uh, caroling by itself. Is hell on earth. And do me. I have to be by myself, Caroline? Yes. That's oh yes. god! You're by yourself. No way. People. Some of them might even call the police. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? They're at the window. I want you to leave Uh-oh. the premises immediately. She's lost it finally. <laughs> <laughs> McLean's lost it. <laughs> oh god. She's finally gone over the edge. Oh boy. She's she's out here singing the little drummer boy. God. Dog's lost her mind. Uh would you rather order all of your Christmas presents, but they all come in mini versions? Oh. Or order all of your Christmas presents for folks, but they all come five times the size. Oh. Hmm. I'm just so, thinking about so what you, I got. So oh, I love get... it. Five times the size. Five times the size for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds like that fun. That sounds actually. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you can still use times. it. It's just really ridiculous. Yeah. I'm doing five times the size. And finally, here's a toaster for 12 slices of bread. (laughs) Would you rather have no gravy for your Christmas dinner or have no alcohol with your Christmas dinner? Oh, that's easy. No alcohol. I, I drink gravy out of a uh, out of a coffee coffee cup. Come on. Yeah, no alcohol for me too because I don't yeah. drink anymore. So. Yeah. Bye gravy. <laughs> Bye oh, gravy. Bye gravy. Bye bye. When we come back, speaking of gravy, Dawn eats by herself in a car. Where, how, when? You will hear the audio. <laughs> When we return, you think that you're gone away. It's a beautiful day.